Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Hey, that's all that really matters. And we appreciate you being with us on this Target Demo Friday. Where is it that you are? How is it that you're listening? And what is it that you will be eating on Sunday? Send it to us via Target Demo Friday on Twitter, at DA on CBS, or on the Facebook page as well. And we will read through those coming up here in about 40 minutes from now. In 20 minutes is the Wizard of Odds, the Wizard of Odds. Coming up, I'll give you my picks for this college football and NFL weekend. We begin the march towards January and February yet again with the Wizard coming up here on the show in 20 minutes. Plus, I'll give you my picks for the division winners of the NFL and the Super Bowl. Our next guest, six-time first-team All-Pro. He made the Pro Bowl 14 different times. He was an All-Decade member in the 2000s a member of the NFL Century Team, 100th anniversary. He is a Chiefs Hall of Famer, and he is a Pro Football Hall of Famer, one of the greats ever to do it. Joining us this morning on the show is Tony Gonzalez. Tony, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, buddy. My pleasure, man. Thanks so much for joining us. What did you feel like when you saw the Chiefs without their current superstar tight end last night in Travis Kelsey? Well, obviously, that offense looked handcuffed without him. Uh, they they need him. <laughs> no doubt about that. I, you know, a lot of people probably in Kansas City Chief land or anybody the fans of them, they're they're probably a little discouraged what they saw last night. But I wouldn't be. I mean, those those receivers, first time, first game of the year, the spotlight is on them. Kadarius Tony, he knows he can't do that, but I got a feeling in the future he's going to be catching all those balls. Uh, Sky Moore, he'll be catching those footballs. But without without Travis Kelsey, uh, that that offense did not look where where it should. And why would it? I mean, the guy's a first team All Pro, uh, and the guy's the, you know the best tight end in the business right now. So they need him uh, back out there on that field. Obviously, Chris Jones too. They need they need him on both sides of the ball. That's the reason I think they lost that game is they didn't have their two studs out there on that field with them. Let's just say that Kelsey couldn't go for another week or something. Which of the receivers do you have the most confidence in to turn into a go-to wideout for for Patrick Mahomes? Honestly, at this point, 
at this point, I, I, I don't know how much faith I have. If you're saying one of those guys has to step up and be the number one guy, uh, I don't know if those guys are capable of that at this point. But from what I saw yesterday, they're getting open. And first of all, you have Patrick Mahomes throwing you the football. You're, he's going to put the, the ball right on the money. He's got catching. That's all that was. And I, that's why maybe I'm talking that up to nerves. I got a feeling next week they're going to catch the ball a whole lot better. But I guess Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony, those are the guys. They 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 have to play better than that. And and it's the first game of the year, so I don't want to overreact yet. And I don't want anybody else to. Uh, and I don't want those guys to overreact. I've been there. When you have bad games and you drop the ball like that, trust me, these guys are are killing themselves right now inside. Uh, they but and I bet they can't wait to get out there next week. I got a feeling they're going to play a whole lot better. Tony Gonzalez is our guest this morning on the show. He's part of Thursday Night Football's Amazon Prime coverage, which comes your way next Thursday night. And last night, what did the win by the Lions, the performance by the, by the Lions, tell you about Detroit? Uh, I, it's, it's what I thought. Honestly, I had them winning uh, coming in there uh, because they didn't have the two superstars uh, on, on offense and defense. I... I think the Lions are well coached. If you don't love Dan Campbell, there's something wrong with you. The, that guy, he, his energy is so infectious, and his positivity, uh, and also his discipline, like everything that you that you love about a head coach. Uh, that Jared Goff is a baller. I mean, you can't you can't deny it. This guy has resurrected his career and is playing outstanding football. Aiden Hutchinson on the other side, uh, he's not quite T.J. Watt yet or Nick Bosa or one of those guys, but he's on his way. Uh, the, the Lions are a very good football team, a playoff team, uh, and, and hats off to them to come in and, and play the way they did uh, under those circumstances. Obviously, going to the Arrowhead is not easy. I don't care if you don't have your superstars, but they, and they played well enough to get the win. So the Lions are a really good football team going forward. Next Thursday night, you guys are going to have a really good one as well, Eagles and Vikings, and the Eagles will start off their season trying to defend that NFC Championship in New England this Sunday now, the Eagles lose both of their coordinators to head coaching jobs. How do you think that affects Philadelphia's defense of getting back to a Super Bowl this year? Yeah, you know, normally I would be like, yeah, that, that, that matters. That really does matter. But, you know, if you're playing with, the, with a group of guys that have been to the Super Bowl, veteran guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you got, well, even on both sides of the ball, you got Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey on the offensive line, defensive, you got Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. These guys have been there for a while, and that sets the tone emotionally where, you know, and, and trust me, they're not throwing out what they what got them to the Super Bowl uh, last year. Nick Sirianni is still there. I don't, I don't think it's going to matter too much. And Jalen Hurts, I mean, my God, the guy the guy's obsessed with football, uh, uh, and that's what you want out of your quarterback. I, I, I think they are on a mission this year to get back to that game and win and win the game. Uh, and, and I think offensively, defensively, I don't anticipate them missing a beat. Uh, and I think perhaps they get even better uh, because, you know, it's Super Bowl or bust for them. That's how their success is going to be determined this year. It's not going to be let's get to the playoffs, let's let's win our division. It's get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Uh, very focused football team. They're going to be really good this year. Likely it's the Eagles and Cowboys fighting for the NFC East. Are you a believer in Dallas this season? I, I'm, I'm swollen. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm feeling very good about. This is the best I've ever felt about a Cowboys football team in a long time. Mm. Uh, and and obviously the, the main thing is the main thing is the main thing for any team in the NFL, and that's the quarterback position. If Dak Prescott 
can play. Uh, obviously, he's got to play better than he did last year. Cannot throw that many interceptions. Uh, led the league in interceptions. I'm sure you guys have talked about it. Uh, and only 12 games he played. So if he can cut that down, because he's got he's surrounded by so much talent. That defense looks awesome. Uh, Micah Parsons said he wants to be defensive player of the year. He's putting it out there. I I, I think it, 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 this is the year because if it if I really believe it, something big's gonna happen this offseason. If they don't win, if they don't not just get to the playoffs, they got to get to the NFC Championship game this year. If not, they got to win the Super Bowl. Jerry Jones, 81 years old, time is running out. He's like, look, we got to go win the game. I've done everything. You guys have won it. I've brought in all the key pieces. If we can't go win this week, everything gets blown. I think Mike McCarthy gets fired. I don't know if Dak Prescott's there next year. A lot of things will change this year if they don't have that success. Tony Gonzalez joins us from Amazon Prime. They've got Eagles and Vikings coming up next Thursday night. One of your former teams, the Falcons. It's an interesting team. It's a winnable NFC South. They get Bijan Robinson in the draft. They want to run the football with Ritter and Robinson, Cordero Patterson as, as well. Do you think the Falcons can zig with another zag and make a real run-heavy offense work in today's NFL? I think, you know, because I, I love Arthur, Arthur Smith, the, the head coach. This guy's creative. This guy always comes up with some really, really good plans, and he's got some weapons out there, just like you said. Desmond Ritter, don't underestimate this kid. Kid can play, and he's got big targets. I mean, for young quarterbacks, one thing that, that I think I brought to the table a lot with when I, because I play with a lot of these young quarterbacks uh, more than I like to admit. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I would tell them, hey, I'm six foot five. I can jump. Like, just get it in my area. You got Kyle Pitts, who's six six. You got Drake, Drake London, like you said, he's around six four. You got big, big old targets when you have to throw the football. And guys that are athletic, young guys that are trying to prove themselves, don't sleep on the Atlanta Falcons this year. Desmond. Desmond Ritter can play, and they got a pretty good defense over there. Uh, and and it's all everything. All the reports have said that it's going to be an offense like nobody's seen. Like they're all all these parts are going to be interchangeable. The guys are going to be playing the Z receiver. Uh, maybe Kyle Pitts. Don't be surprised if you see him playing the Z, the X, the Y, the F coming out of the backfield. These guys are all going to be interchangeable. It's going to keep defenses guessing and keep them on their heels. Uh, I, I got them with the Saints winning that division. Uh, and and I don't know. I don't Arthur Smith. I'm a big believer in him. Mm. You've been a media maven for a long time. You've done a lot of good TV over the years, and now you're part of the Thursday Night Football package exclusively on Prime Video. Eagles and Vikings next Thursday. How was season number one of getting that off the ground and launching Amazon? Well, besides some of those boring games we had, uh, it's going to be a whole lot better. We got all, we got all 14 teams that were in the playoffs last year playing on a slate to play on our network this year. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, it's going to be an outstanding season and hitting, you know, starting with Minnesota, Philly couldn't ask for anything more. It's going to be exciting. Right on coming up. New season Thursday night football begins on prime video as the defending NFC champ Eagles host the Vikings. Tony Gonzalez, part of the crew coming up next Thursday, Tony, great to catch up my man. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me, bud. Enjoy you too, man. Tony Gonzalez joining us this morning on the show. That's funny when he said he's played with a lot of young quarterbacks more than he would like. And he got to play with Matt Ryan, and they had some good Falcons teams. He got to play with Trent Green, and that was a very, very good Chiefs team for a couple of seasons. That was the team that I covered, him and Priest Holmes and Trent Green. But sprinkled in there, there were some 
those are some dark days for Tony Gonzalez <laughs> waking up. Who's my quarterback today? Oh, boy. All right, coming up here on the show, I'm going to give you a double dose when we come back. I got my Super Bowl preview. I'm going to give you all the division winners, the wild card teams, my playoff picture, and who wins the Super Bowl. Also, is the Wizard of Odds coming up? We're sprinkling some chicken scratch all around college football and the NFL next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm a what? A wizard. Who's the wizard of odds? It's D.A. It's the wizard of odds. Wizard of odds. The odds are that you be a winner today. The wizard is here. Good to be back, everybody. Long off season. The wizard sifting through those Phil Steele preview guides in Sport and Street and Smiths and Sports Illustrated and looking into the crystal ball. Ooh, what do we have here? And cooking up some of the picks for this season that he feels really, really, really good about. It's been a long time, but the wizard is back and Feeling good and doing well. well. I feel good and I'm doing well. I think if you are watching on YouTube or Twitch right now, you're seeing a wizard's beard that looks shinier, whiter, looks healthier, taking my calcium. The wizard also feels rested and ready and energized. So we're ready for a big, big year. And we're going to start tomorrow college football. We start with the big one, Alabama and Texas. These are two different weight classes, and it's in Tuscaloosa. I know last year was a one-point game. This year will not be. The line is Bama by seven. I think Saban's been licking his chops for months on this one. He's been playing it down, measuring stick for us. They're really good. Sark on the road against the King? Uh Uh-uh. Quinn Ewers on the road against defense led by Saban? Uh Uh-uh. This place is going to be jumping on fire. Redemption from last year and how they did not play all that well. 
I think this is also a answer the bell game for a year where everybody wants to discount Nick Saban and the and the tide because Kirby and Georgia's pulled past him. I think this is a butt whooping. I do. I think this is a butt whooping. I think this is a double digit win. I just think you see two weight classes in this game and Bama's gonna roll. To me, you lay the seven and you don't look back. Bama big tomorrow night. It's the Wizard of Us. Also, a really good team that is getting attention for maybe the wrong reasons, the Michigan Wolverines. They've got talent all over the place. Their quarterback is experienced now and ready to go. And they're going to have a group of five team come into the big house. And even though people are talking about Harbaugh's not there, Harbaugh's not there, it doesn't matter. We saw this last week. Michigan is going to annihilate UNLV. Now, this number is really big. It's 37. So you got to lay 37 points. But guess who UNLV played last week? Bryant. Do you think that's a good prep for going to Michigan and playing in the big house against a Michigan squad that is the best team in the Big Ten and I think probably notably better than Ohio State again this year? Michigan's going to kill them. It's going to be a 50-point game. 37's a lot to lay, but give me a break. UNLV prepared for a trip to Ann Arbor by playing Bryant. You might as well play Bryant McFadden. They play Bryant. This is going to be an ass-whooping. It's going to be a 50-point spread. Give me Michigan laying the 37. It's the Wizard of Us. On to Sunday. I love the matchup at quarterback and of offenses of Chargers-Dolphins from SoFi. And it's going to look cool at a cool stadium. Kevin Harlan on the call. Week one, Herbert Tua. Tua Herbert. Great wide receivers. Great offenses. Big expectations of both place. But the number's big. The number's 51. And last night's number was 52 and a half, I saw most places. Now, what happened last night? Granted, no Travis Kelsey, that hurt. But an explosive Lions offense, an explosive Chiefs offense, combined for 41 points. The total was 52 and a half. Thing is, with the preseason basically gone, nobody playing in the preseason, and certainly not full units playing, It's hard to get your rhythm offensively in week one. It takes you a few weeks to get in there. As great as the two offenses of the Chiefs and the Dolphins should be down the road, I don't think they're going to be clicking at all cylinders on Sunday. I think that's a big number. 51's a big number. I think the total's closer to 46, 47, maybe 48. But I do not expect this to be a barn burner because, again, you're getting into the rhythm of the season without it. In a preseason games. And look, Dolphins defense should be pretty good actually this year. So I'm taking the under, bang the under on Chargers and Dolphins. It's the Wizard of Us. And then finally, I love all of these handicappers that go inside the sports book or their den and they thumb through all these injury reports and they try to figure out matchups and watch all 22s because every single week this year will be making money time 
if you just drill down on simplicity. And the simplicity is the Arizona Cardinals are historically trash and are trying to lose. Whatever the line is on the Cardinals, I'm taking the other team. This week, it's in Washington, Sam Howell and the Commanders. Lay in seven, I'd lay 77. Whatever the line is, every week, this season, I'm betting against the Cardinals. Fade the flock. Fade the cards. The cards are trash, and they're trying to be trash. Their quarterback is Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon. Lay the seven. Make the money. Every week we're going against the Cardinals. Jonathan Gannon? What's he going to say? The guy's a stiff. He's Bernie Lomax. Whatever the line is, lay it every week. This week it's seven. We're winning money betting against the Cardinals, baby. Fade the flock. It's the Wizard of Oz. It's the Wizard of Oz. And that's the Wizards' week one picks. Okay. Oh, God, it felt good. It is, uh, my apologies, Wizard. It's always startling to see you for the first time in a new season, but you seem to be in mid-season shape. Congrats. Thank you. Again, I feel healthy. The beard, I think, looks whiter, shinier than usual. The hat is sitting up straighter. Mm. Have you been breastfeeding? <laughs> <laughs> Look how big you've gotten. <laughs> Let me take off this thing. Oh, hey, DA. Ah, hello, guys. Good to be back. So I've got my NFL picks for the season, okay? Maybe we have some NFL music. I should have told Billy this, but maybe if we can cook up some NFL music, then I can give you my division winners. Ooh. My wild card teams, the championship games, and my Super Bowl as well. Okay, it's also Target Demo Friday. Thank you very much, Billy. Target Demo Friday, which means you can also send us where you are, how you're listening, what you're eating coming up on Sunday, and we'll read those coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Okay, let's start in the AFC. Best division in the AFC is the AFC East. The AFC North is excellent as well, but the AFC East has some really good teams in it. Some good high-end teams in it. And the winner of that division is going to have to get through the gauntlet. Most people will say the Bills again. Some will say the Jets. This is a little off the board, but I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm very high on the Dolphins this year. Again, we all know the caveat if Tua stays healthy. But they've got really good talent on both sides of the football. I really love Mike McDaniel. I think the Dolphins survive the gauntlet and actually win the division this year. I've seen some people say they won't even make the playoffs. I think they win the AFC East. The Bengals, I love this year. I love that they got the deal done with Joe Burrow. They're stacked on both sides of the football. They're experienced. They're ready. This is a breakthrough season for them to try to win a championship, not just get there or get to the AFC title game. Bengals win a very good North. The South... I mean, look, it's really hard to pick against the Jaguars because the other three teams are so underwhelming. I could see the Titans kind of messing around and winning this division because the Jags are primed for a letdown year. It's a young team. 
Everybody's picking them. It's a down division. So don't be surprised if the Titans win the division. But it's just hard for me to pick against the Jaguars because they have more top-end talent than the Titans. They learned how to win last year, and Trevor Lawrence is a monster. So there's no competition between Trevor Lawrence and the poo-poo platter of quarterbacking that the Titans are going to have. I'm going to take the Jags, although I don't feel great about it, okay? AFC West, I don't care what happened last night. It's the Chiefs division. They'll figure it out. They always do. They might not be as great as they have been in the past, and we have to remember that they've gone five years to the AFC Championship game. Fatigue of just long seasons playing in the Super Bowl and winning last year. They might lose a couple of games early because the Chris Jones holdout or because of the Travis Kelsey injury or just trying to figure things out. They're kind of notoriously a team that kind of experiments throughout the season and then turns it on late. So I think they'll win the division, but I don't think this regular season is a runaway freight train. I saw my buddy Nick Wright say they could be undefeated this year. I never thought they'd be that great. I think there will be a regression to the mean. I think at the end of the season, they'll be great again. I just don't think early, so I would not even pick them to be the one seed this year in the AFC. My wildcard teams. I think the Bills are still really good, and I think they're a playoff team. They're a wildcard squad. But I've got question marks about Sean McDermott in big games. But give me the Bills as a wild card. Give me the Ravens as a wild card as well. I think that this new offense with Todd Munkin is going to really open up some opportunities for Lamar Jackson. He's got two weapons here that he can use at his disposal. They want to put it in his hands. Well-coached, stable organization. Ravens will make a wild card. My third wild card is going to be the Jets. I don't think they are, again, a dominant team like some believe. I don't think they should be talking about historically great defense. They'll be good both sides of the football. Rodgers will be good. But to me, that's a wild card win versus an AFC championship game. That's a team that I think the ceiling is divisional round of the playoffs. So that's my AFC playoff picture. In the NFC, Eagles and Cowboys are by far the two strongest in the NFC East. I like the Eagles to repeat as division champs. I know they've lost their coordinators, but man, they're just incredibly balanced. Both sides of the football, they're really good. It's just hard to screw up the Eagles. They're that talented. Howie Roseman's just done a phenomenal job building that roster. The NFC North, what we saw last night, the Lions are ready. And I was wavering on picking the Lions to win the division because I'm not quite certain. I wasn't quite certain they were ready for the moment, kind of like I was talking about with the Jags. But last night was a big answer. It was in a big spot. Do you have the guts to get it done? And they did. And that solidified for me. I like the Lions to win the NFC North. The NFC South, it doesn't matter. Any of these teams are going to lose at home in the wild card. It's not a great NFC. Somebody's got to win it. I don't love the Falcons nearly as much as other people do. I think the Buccaneers are pretty much trash. You know, that the NFC South, the Panthers, could surprise some people because they're well-coached. I think Bryce Young's going to have some really good games. I think they're slightly undervalued and underrated, but I wouldn't pick them to win the division. You know, it's more like they top out at 8-9. and nine. So by default, I've got to take the Saints. I don't feel great. I can't stand Dennis Allen. I just, I think they're better than the rest, but they're not great. I think they end up losing in the wild card round at home. And then in the West... I like the Niners to repeat once again as division champs. 
You know, they just, they're stacked. They're loaded. And if Brock Purdy is fully healthy and ready to go, they're going to be a bear for everybody. My wild card teams, Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to flame out early as they always do. But they're kind of too talented not to make the playoffs. I think the Seahawks make the playoffs out of the NFC West. I don't feel great about that. Some people think they can win the division. I don't. I think the Niners are better than them, significantly so. But again, it's a down NFC, so I'm taking the Seahawks. And I think the Packers make the playoffs. And I think Jordan Love isn't nearly a nightmare that most people do. They built a really good roster, and they have choked when it mattered most. But let's put some of that blame on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying Love is better than last year's Aaron Rodgers, but they've always been able to run the football. They have a good offensive line this year coming back healthy. They've got a great defensive front four. They've got a good secondary. You know, they have everything you would want. And Jordan Love is the question, but I just, I don't think they're nearly as bad as people think, so I think they're going to make the playoffs. The two toughest eliminations for me in making the postseason, the Chargers and Steelers. I think both teams have playoff caliber teams and rosters. I had to keep somebody out in a stacked AFC. Unfortunately, they were odd men out, Chargers and Steelers. I think they'll both be pretty good, though. My AFC championship game does not involve the Chiefs. I think this run is going to take its toll this year, and I think they'll be better at the end of the season But there's really good teams gunning for them. And I think that they will finally start feeling, you know, that after a championship run, it's hard to keep doing this. They'll make the playoffs, they'll win the division. My AFC title game, Bengals-Bills. And I like the Bengals to win the AFC. And then the Bills are still lying in the weeds a little bit and as a wild card. I think they'll get to the AFC championship game, but lose it. I think they got two playoff wins in them, but it's not enough to get to a Super Bowl. In the NFC... It's an Eagles-Niners rematch NFC Championship game. I like the Eagles to do it again. I like the Eagles to do it again. It's hard to lose a Super Bowl and come back to get back to one. I know this. Historically, it does not happen. I just don't see a team as good as the Eagles in the NFC besides the Niners. And I've got to believe that Brock Purdy can win an NFC Championship game. And if he's got to win one on the road in Philadelphia, I know he didn't get the chance last year. I don't like my chances there. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Eagles, Bengals, Super Bowl. And Joey Bags is hoisting the Super Bowl trophy. The Cincinnati Bengals are your 2023 Super Bowl champs. That is how I see the NFL going this year. And that means... None of it will happen. Niners over Jets. That's right. All right. Standing by our final headline of the morning, here is Andrew Bogish. DA, the Lions closed last season on an 8-2 run, and now they won on opening night in Kansas City. As you said way back in the cold open, this was the best thing anybody said after the 21-20 nail-biter with the Chiefs. I didn't learn anything. I got verification on what I already knew. That's Dan Campbell in mid-season form. He also called for an early fake punt, which worked. He did decline a penalty late in the first half, giving the Chiefs an extra down, which became... Came a first down, then a touchdown. 
and maybe he should have punted with less than three minutes left last night, creating a longer field for Patrick Mahomes. But it all worked out in the end with the Chiefs dropping eight passes, one of which became a Brian Branch 50-yard pick six in the third quarter. Jared Goff threw for a score, and David Montgomery ran for one. Patrick Mahomes had never lost before in week one. It's embarrassing for me to lose any time. Like I said, after the ring ceremony, I'd moved on to the next season. Obviously, it's cool for the fans to be able to see the banner and drop it at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but this is a whole new year, and I think uh, I know that. Um, and we're gonna we're trying to win another Super Bowl, and this is obviously not the way we wanted to start. And so, anytime I lose, I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, I'm gonna try to get better so I don't lose more as the season goes on. He had also never been picked off before in Game One. Five years, two hundred nineteen million guaranteed dollars. Those the terms of the reported extension Joe Burrow and the Bengals have agreed to. Only Deshaun Watson has more guaranteed cash. Vikings wideout Justin Jefferson said yesterday he'd love his own extension, but it's up to the team, and the team has said it wants to get something done, but sometimes players don't want to talk once the season begins. Jefferson's making $2.4 million for this season, then 19.7 mil in 2024. How about those Seattle Mariners? Munoz looks in, the sign from Cal. Now the stretch. And the 2-2 on the way, swing, and a missed strike three, and it's over. The Mariners hang on and win it tonight. one nothing over the Tampa Bay Rays. They take the opening game of this four-game series. That's from Mariners Radio. Seattle now a half game behind the Idol Astros in the AOS. The Rays four full behind the O's in the AL East. Team USA and Germany at halftime now in their FIBA World Cup semifinal. The Americans a 60-59 edge. The winner faces Serbia on Sunday. They sent Canada home this morning, 95-86. WNBA last night, the Liberty rallied past the Sparks, 96-89 for an eight-game win streak. New York had also still catch the number one or take the number one overall seed from Vegas for LA. They're now a half game behind Chicago for the last playoff spot. Coco Goff is a U.S. Open finalist for the very first time, thanks to last night's straight set win over... Carolina Mujova. Their match delayed for 49 minutes in Never set two by three. Climate change protesters, one of whom glued their feet to the ground mm. in the upper rung of seats. And then Madison Keys built a 6-love 5-3 lead on Arena Sabalenka only to lose in three sets. And finally, two of my favorite things came together last night in Chicago. Ooh. Pearl Jam and hockey during a show at the United Center. Really? Eddie Vedder brought Chris Chelios on stage to tell him this. The band and I are deeply honored to be the ones who get to tell you in front of all these fine people that before Mr. Words passed, it was one of his last wishes that you would be honored. Uh, and then a video played telling Chelios that his number seven will be retired by the Blackhawks in February. Oh, cool. He and Eddie Vedder are, are really close friends. He was at the show. Come on it all together. Special night for him and the band. Pearl Jam and, and hockey. Chris Chelios. How about that? Nice. Thank you, Bogues. When we come back here on the show, it's Target Demo Friday. DA, CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. Okay. Travis is watching on YouTube. I've got a softball tournament this weekend, pounding down some beers and their famous steak sandwiches. Then Sunday watching football with some smoked wings. Hashtag you need to eat like this. Booskies. Backwards Brian watching on Twitch from North Carolina for my Panthers and Falcons game. 
I may not go with peach pie pulled pork, but maybe some peach brandy, my sweet tea with some barbecue sandwiches. Great week. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. My big fatness! Adam V, former bath guy, listing on 650 in Vancouver, doing the haka besides a lake, beside a lake, getting ready for the weekend. <laughs> big Lair, listing in Twin Falls, Idaho, on Twitch. Jackpot with the boys, lots of bets, drinks, and football. Go Broncos, go Niners, it's football, baby. Booskies. Marie in Denver. I'm watching on YouTube from the amazing state of CU football. Sunday, I'll be enjoying a shot of tequila for every sack placed on Russell Wilson. Hashtag Dan Campbell is my husband. You dog. Now we're talking, Marie. Mm-hmm. Lukewarm churro. Listing in Boise on 95.3. So glad football season's back. Now scoot over and pass me that Fez Bellucci. Hashtag Fat GPT. Booskies. Comeback Kid, listing on the fan in Rochester, New York. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. My big fat ass! JD, aboard the mothership from Kentucky via Sirius XM. Opening NFL weekend, you got to go with smoked chicken wings. After the smoker, put them in the air fire to get crispy. We snacking all day. Hashtag always set your alarm. <laughs> Dixieland Dan, listing on Twitch. Football food of the week is smoked blooming barbecue bologna. Cut a stick of bologna into sections like a blooming onion. Season with dry rub. Cook for an hour at 250. Drench in barbecue sauce. Cook for 30 minutes at 350. Then down the hatch. Fat GPT Mraz's nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel. Hashtag howdy toddy. My big fat ass. This is a lot of big fat asses. <laughs> Ostrich eyes watching on Twitch in gloomy Fayetteville. I'm having breakfast crunch wraps all day on Sunday. Dog. Hashtag target demo Friday. Dog. Timbo slice. I don't like AI Mraz at all. It's like you guys have never seen Terminator. What if AI Mraz becomes self-aware and eats all the food on the planet? You heard me wrong. Reiko and 420 listening on Odyssey Rewind on my way back from Atlantic City. A week full of booskies and bets getting ready for the first football Sunday and not getting off the couch for 11 hours, eating everything in sight. Hashtag, where does the salt go? Booskies. Kyle's in Lake Havasu City, connected to the mothership via the Odyssey app, and my football food of the week is going to be pizza. Shocker, right? (laughs) Kyle also adds, welcome back to the DA show, DA. JP is listening on Odyssey, driving a Honda Odyssey in Boise. Don't judge my vehicle. The salesman said that they're cool and chicks love them. Come on, man. Carla with a K. My daughter's coming in from Boston on Sunday. It's my B-Day, so I'll be eating birthday cake, of course. Hashtag happy B-Day to me. Booskies. Mike is watching on Twitch while working through my final day before starting a new job on Monday. It's been a long time coming, but can't wait. Hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Kristen and Kristen and Buffalo listening on YouTube. Appreciate all the kind words. I'm putting my money where my mouth is and creating the beef on Weck pizza. I'll let you know how it comes out. Hashtag puffiness with sodium. Hashtag fat GPT. You dog. Cigar smoking dude is listening on the Odyssey app with morning coffee, a cigar and watch the waves at Holden Beach, North Carolina. Be cooking some fresh tuna on the grill and watching whatever game is on. Hashtag the good life. Kid in Tuscaloosa needs a role model. 
I'm listening in Tuscaloosa, of course, via the Odyssey app. Only football to watch is Alabama. Where the heck is Pete the body? I need a hero. Hashtag no days off. Come on, man. He's got weeks of paternity. This is the first of three. Weeks to burn. Weeks to burn. Come on, man. Timbo Slice watching on Twitch for week one of the NFL season. Going to go big. Either doing two-day barbecue leftovers or there's a gas station by my place with amazing sushi. Booskies. Two-day barbecue leftovers or gas station sushi. Steven Saverna Park, Annapolis, Maryland via Twitch. Putting together a buffalo chicken dip and watching football outside with friends on the patio. Hashtag TDF. Booskies. Justin sitting in my recliner post-surgery right outside Savannah. No other way to listen to the greatest sports app, CBS Sports. Since I will not be cooking on the grill, looks like some sort of takeout on Sunday. <laughs> Brian says I'm at the gym in Toronto, listening on the Sirius app, and beer and pizza on Sunday. Come on, man. And Iron Man Sean says, good morning, boys. Listening from the sad bunker in Clemson, hoping we can put up 10 points on Saturday. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Booskies. Okay. A lot of booskies dealt out to everybody. Everyone enjoy for the weekend, that is. A lot of fat asses, dogs, and booskies handed out today by the one and only Billy Jock filling in for Pete the Body. This weekend, DA, week one. Week one, baby. Week one. Let's do it. Our time now for the epic fail, and we go back to Fez Bellucci, who is an activist that wanted to go out in the middle of the ocean in some type of contraption that he built and said, I don't want to come back. I don't want to go home. So you know what? Leave him out there. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. A Florida man arrested in late August, 70 miles off the coast of Georgia in a human-powered hamster wheel. Reza Bellucci was trying to run across the Atlantic to London. Reza Bellucci? The great Reza Bellucci? Purple drapes. All my life I've wanted purple drapes. There were buoys and ropes. It actually looked like it might have worked. And he did get 70 miles off the Georgia coast in this thing. I kind of wanted... Let it, let it play out. See what happens. Yeah, well, what what commitment or responsibility do we have to save that guy? I just don't like him. Well, I go in a urinal. I go in the stall, wherever. If he needs to be out there and he's threatening you, okay, dude, stay out here. Do 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 you do you. You're not. If you're gonna have a Fez Bellucci or whatever this guy's name is, <laughs> and he's on a suicide mission, let him do it seventy miles off the coast. He's not around society. Let him do whatever he's got to do. Because I'd rather have him out there than here. Well, and Don't it, bring him back. I might be the psychopath here. What's wrong with trying to feed people? So <laughs> let him be out there for seven days, lost at sea, let an orca whale or something come up and eat him, and then we're done with Fez Bellucci. <laughs> and we don't need this guy. There's some people as part of the human race we do not need to save. If they want to do this to disintegrate into the ether, just let, they just don't need to be around us. Let them go. We should let more people do this. You don't like it around here? Totally fine. We're going to put you on Fez Bellucci's ship. You guys go out there. Try, do your own thing. Do the colony out in the middle of the water. Why are you calling him Fez? <laughs> you just keep doing your thing, guys. Round them all up. 
Put a big sorry. If you don't like it on Earth with humans, we get it. It's not always easy. It's not for everybody. Here's Fez. He's your captain. You guys go out to the middle of the ocean. We won't see you. You won't see us. Bring all the beef jerky and Pop-Tarts you want and see how you do. <laughs> and God bless. See how you do. There's so many sickos in this country. Oh, I'm just wild about Harry. Harry. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Some information about Antarctica that we were talking about before. DA Show Map says it's the only continent with no permanent human habitation. There are, however, permanent human settlements where scientists and support staff live for part of the year on a rotating basis. No commercial flights, only charters. Now, Kristen in Buffalo says you can 100% go to Antarctica as a tourist. My uncle was just there this past Christmas, but it's not exactly a comfortable or luxury vacation from what I understand, but you can actually do it. Just some background on that. You know, this weekend I was thinking about what I'm going to make for Sunday, and I think we're going to try to make that swamp butter that one of our listeners suggested, which was Louisiana hot sauce, honey, garlic butter, and I'm forgetting what, oh, brown sugar. I think we're going to go to the store and get some chicken thighs. I'm going to put them in the crock pot for three hours or so. Then... I'm going to toss them in this stuff, this swamp butter, throw them on the grill, or if you have an air fryer, crisp them up. I'm going to take them out, have some swamp butter chicken thighs, go get some cornbread mix, make a little cornbread, maybe a little coleslaw, your football food of the week. All right, that'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. Thanks to Pat Boyle, the executive producer. Thanks to Billy Jagalo on the wheels of steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines and Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good and be good to one another. I'll see you for Sunday morning football. I'm DA. The Mothership Disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.